the city of Providencialis. Here is tonight's Nations Report with Zoya Fessler. It's Tuesday, February 7, 2023. Here's a look at today's headlines. Crime is rising in the TCI. New tourism promotional video launched. Tourists stabbed in Puerto Rico. Canada sends military aircraft to Haiti. More than 4,000 killed in earthquake. Landslides kill and damage Peru. We'll also take a look at the latest in the sporting world and your weather forecast. Join me for those stories and more. I'm Zoya Fassler. Over the weekend, a Haitian vessel transporting illegal migrants was intercepted by officers of the Marine Branch of the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force on Sunday, February 5th. Based on information received at around 9 p.m., the Marine Branch, acting on information provided by the Coastal Radar Station, intercepted a 35-foot light blue sailboat. The vessel refused to adhere to instructions issued by police officers to stop, causing officers to engage in a number of tactical maneuvers, forcing the illegal vessel to halt. The vessel was subsequently towed to Caicos Marina and Shipyard, where a total of 69 illegal migrants, 47 males and 22 females, were handed over to the Immigration Task Force, and the vessel handed over to customs officials. This is the sixth interception for the year. Additionally, during a joint operation which commenced on Sunday, the Marine Branch alongside the Tactical Unit, the TCI Regiment and Immigration responded to a report of illegal migrants on West Caicos. 67 illegal migrants, 51 males and 16 females were detained and transported to Providenciales. On Monday, during a continuation of the same operation, 21 illegal migrants were detained, 8 females, 13 males and and one minor. And officers of the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force are continuing investigations into two separate incidents that occurred on Sunday morning. In the first incident at around 1.51 a.m., the police control room received a call that two armed men had robbed a male of his white Nissan Fuga vehicle. Reports further state that the male had arrived at his Blue Hills Providenciales home and having exited his vehicle was accosted by the robbers. Additionally, the armed robbers escaped with personal items belonging to the victim. The second incident occurred at 2.02 a.m. in the Grace Bay area. A team of officers responded to reports of gunshots in the vicinity of a nightclub in Grace Bay. Having searched the given location, officers found several spent shells. The scene was cordoned off and processed. Persons with information on these incidents or other illegal activities are asked to contact Crime Stoppers at 1-800-8477. Please be reminded that all calls are answered in the United States and managed by Miami-Dade Crime Stoppers, which is a non-profit organization and not a police agency. The calls are anonymous and cannot be traced in the United States or the TCI. 
Now, the Turks and Caicos Islands has a new and professional promotional video showcasing the entire destination. From the piercing white sands of South Caicos to the whale-watching off Salt Key, it truly showcases the TCI as a beautiful by nature destination and what we can offer to our visitors and residents alike. To launch the video, Honorable Josephine Connolly, Minister Responsible for Tourism, held a launch event at the Palms Resort Monday evening. We spoke with a few officials and invited guests to find out what stood out to them in this video and their reactions. So I am so happy to have been a part of this major production which helps to showcase the beauty of the Turks and Caicos Islands. I love the fact that it really really focuses on every area of Turks and Caicos Islands and it's authentic and that it shows Turks and Caicos Islanders in their natural element. I think that Turks and Caicos is a phenomenal place and these are just a few of the reasons why we love Turks and Caicos and why we think other persons should also. I think it's a great video. Congratulations to Honorable Colony and her team. Um, I feel very proud to be a Turks and Caicos Islander. Um, not only did the video capture the beautiful waters and the beach, which is expected, but it also captured and embodied the characteristics and the culture of the people, um, which is very inviting for anyone coming here. So I think anyone as a Turks and Caicos Islander would be proud to share that with their global partners. Well, it is very important to showcase locals because no one wouldn't come here because they want to engage with people of the island, the culture. They want to experience culture. They want to, they come here, they don't want a cheeseburger. They, they want some fresh fish and they want to know the different ways it's prepared. And all of that has a lot to do with the food culture and the people of these islands. And the people of these islands is the experience of the real authentic experience of which you get. I'm so proud of this video production. This video production not only shows our ecosystem and our beautiful waters and our marine life, but it also reflects our people. You would find that some companies, when they do a promotional video, it doesn't really reflect the culture and the people that the tourists are going to see. You know, they're not coming to see the everyday same thing and rubber stamp videos. They also want to see what the people are like, what's the culture like. And I love that it emphasized that. And I also love that it was a mixture of our leaders speaking to our country, to our island nature. And that's very impressive for that, that they took the time to be a part of that. And I love the fact that the minister recognized that there are lots of people on the world that are still don't know Turks and Caicos. We are still, we are very much thought of, but we're still very much not discovered as yet. And so so I hope everyone really enjoys the video. I hope that we see that we need to value our ecosystem and that we take care of it because it's truly gold and priceless for us. And we as a people need to be continue to be proud. Let us continue to fight for our island nation. Let us continue to come together because we have gold. God has suddenly blessed us with his natural beauty. We are certainly beautiful by nature here within the
the Turks and Caicos Islands. The thing that grabbed me the most is the diversity of the landscapes across the Turks and Caicos Islands. Each and every island has something unique. So from Salki to the quote-unquote the, the island that time forgot to South Caicos and the sail rock set up on that, you know, the, 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 the nice lagoon and beach and pristine and literally if you had an opportunity to to go down to Sail Rock and, and have lunch at their location, you literally have to wear glasses because the sand is so bright white when the sun shines on it. So it's 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 excellent. Of course, Grand Turk the Nation's capital. I won't say too much there, but and Providenciales with this deep blue seas, pottery, uh, award-winning Grace Bay Beach, and even Long Bay Beach is excellent. So all of the the the, the sights and 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 sights to see across the Turks and Caicos Islands is immaculate, and it was captured uh, greatly. And again, the marine diversity as well was on display. Your turtles, your coral reefs, and 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 the variety that exists in the Turks and Caicos. So it was, I think it was an excellent showcase, five and a half minutes about, and I think it, it does as well and will do as well. The question was also posed as to how well do you think this video will help our tourism numbers? We had a strong recovery from COVID-19 with the number of guests to our shores. Promotion is key in attracting new and repeat guests. Turks and Caicos has a very young tourism industry. We have to think about the fact that Providenciales as a destination really, really only is about 40 years old. And so Turks and Caicos over the years has really grown from being one of the most hidden gems in the Caribbean to being one of the most talked about now in the Caribbean. We have hosted for many years the world's number one beach, number one hotel and other properties and so on. And so this video helps us to really showcase the beauty of these islands, but it focuses on the entire Turks and Caicos Islands something that we haven't had the opportunity to do before. As the former Minister of Health and Human Services, right, I think we did a stellar job at tackling COVID, even though it's still around, technically speaking, still around, not done. But we've been on a significant trajectory in terms of building back even better than we were our pre-2019 numbers to where we are right now. So this will only enhance what is already a great product. So it's something that will be showcased and, and, and sent around the world for those who haven't had an opportunity to visit the Turks and Caicos Islands to give them even more reason to come visit the friendly people, the sites, and the festivities that are throughout the island chains of the Turks and Caicos Islands. We remain a number one destination in the world and our product is truly five star. Tourism is everybody's business and we must ensure that we do our part to promote the beautiful by nature, TCI. That brings us to the end of our local news segment. Regional News is up next.
Let's take a look at what's going on with our neighbors. Three tourists from the United States were stabbed in Puerto Rico early Monday after someone told them to stop filming in a renowned seaside community known as La Perla that is popular to visitors. The confrontation began when one of the tourists who lives in South Carolina began filming a mobile hamburger cart and was told to stop and leave the area. Two of the tourists remain hospitalized, including one who was stabbed six times. No one has been arrested in relation to the incident. The attack happened nearly two years after a tourist from Delaware was killed and set on fire after police said he was warned not to take pictures while buying drugs in La Perla. A friend of his was also beaten but survived. La Perla is located in the historic part of Puerto Rico's capital known as Old San Juan and became famous after it was featured in the video of Despacito, a song released in 2017 by Puerto Rican singers. The community was once a dangerous slum, considered the island's biggest distribution point for heroin, but crime has dropped since a 2011 raid by federal agents. And the government of Canada on Sunday announced that it has deployed a military aircraft to monitor the dire security situation in Haiti, given the continued deterioration in the Caribbean community's member state. In a statement on Sunday, the Canadian government said, in an effort to support the Haitian National Police, a Royal Canadian Air Force CP-140 Aurora Long Range Patrol aircraft has been deployed. The Canadian Patrol aircraft will provide intelligence, surveillance and bolster efforts to establish and maintain peace and will remain in the region for a number of days. Since the 2021 assassination of then-President Jovenel Moïse, Haitian gangs have expanded their territory and the violence has left much of the country off-limits to the government and led to routine gun battles with police. In October, the United Nations suggested a rapid action force be sent to Haiti to combat escalating violence from armed gangs whose turf battles have left hundreds dead and thousands displaced. While most countries have been wary of sending troops, the government of Jamaica has said it would be willing to participate and El Salvador has offered technical assistance to the nation. That wraps up the happenings around the region. International News is up next. Let's take a look at what's going on around the world. Rescuers in Turkey and war-ravaged Syria searched through the night into Tuesday, hoping to recover more survivors from the rubble after a 7.8 magnitude earthquake killed more than 4,000 people and toppled thousands of buildings across a wide region. The death toll from Monday's pre-dawn earthquake and aftershocks will keep climbing as rescuers look for survivors among tangles of metal and concrete spread across the region, plagued by Syria's 12-year civil war and refugee crisis. 
Seismic activity continued to rattle the region, including another jolt nearly as powerful as the initial quake. Workers carefully pulled away slabs of concrete and reached for bodies as desperate families waited for news of loved ones. Tens of thousands who were left homeless in Turkey and Syria faced a night in the cold. In the Turkish city of Gaziantep, a provincial capital about 33 kilometers or 20 miles from the epicenter, people took refuge in shopping malls, stadiums, mosques and community centers. Turkish President Recep Erdogan declared seven days of national mourning. More than 7,800 people were rescued across 10 provinces. The region sits on top of major fault lines and is frequently shaken by earthquakes. Some 18,000 were killed in similarly powerful earthquakes that hit northwest Turkey in 1999. The U.S. Geological Survey measured Monday's quake at 7.8 with a depth of 18 kilometers or 11 miles. Hours later, a 7.5 magnitude tremor, likely triggered by the first, struck more than 100 kilometers or 60 miles away. The second jolt caused a multi-story apartment building in the Turkish city of Sanliurfa to topple onto the street in a cloud of dust as bystanders screamed, according to videos of the scene. In Turkey alone, more than 5,600 buildings have been destroyed. And landslides triggered from steady rains swept mud, water and rocks into several villages in southern Peru, killing at least 36 people on Monday. A civil defense official told local radio station RPP that 36 bodies had been recovered in a remote sector called Miski. Among the dead were five people who were riding in a van that was pushed into a river by a surge of mud. Local officials appealed for heavy machinery to be sent in to clear debris blocking three kilometers or nearly two miles of an important road. Civil defense officials said that an estimated 630 homes were unusable after the landslides, which also hit bridges, irrigation canals and roads. Constant rains are frequent in February in Peru and often cause these deadly landslides. And a Florida teen accused of stabbing a 13-year-old cheerleader 114 times nearly two years ago pled guilty to first-degree murder on Monday. The plea in the brutal stabbing of Tristan Bailey came one day before jury selection was set to begin in the trial of Aiden Fucci, who was 14 when he was arrested in the May 9, 2021 killing, the state attorney's office for Florida's 7th Judicial District said in a statement. Prosecutors will seek the maximum penalty, a life sentence. Initial media reports stated that Fushi stabbed her 114 times in an attack so vicious that the blade broke and got stuck in the victim's head. Of the 114 stab wounds, 49 appeared to be defensive wounds to the girl's hands, arms and head as she sought to fend off her attacker. That's it for International News. Sports is up next.
let's take a look at what's going on in the sporting world. Tom Brady is not immediately transitioning from the playing field to the broadcasting booth. Brady told Colin Coherd during Monday's episode of The Herd on FS1 and Fox Sports Radio that he will not start his broadcasting career with Fox until the 2024 season. The seven-time Super Bowl champion who retired last week after a 23-year-long career with the New England Patriots and Tampa Bay Buccaneers signed a 10-year deal with Fox last May to become the network's top analyst when he decided to quit playing football for good. Brady said that he didn't want to immediately rush into announcing and that he wanted to catch up on some other parts of his life. The football champion is expected to eventually join Kevin Burkhardt on Fox's top team. Burkhardt and Greg Olson will call their first Super Bowl on Sunday, February 12th, when the Kansas City Chiefs face the Philadelphia Eagles. And Grenadian footballer Omar Beckles has been elected as the new chair of the Professional Footballers Association, or PFA, in England. The 31-year-old was chosen by fellow members of the PFA Players Board, the formal player representation body within the union, which is made up of elected PFA members from the Premier League, the FA Women's Super League, and the English Football Leagues. Beckles replaces John Muschino, who was recently appointed as head coach of League One Club Portsmouth. The PFA will play an important role in ensuring that we protect players' rights and conditions, while also holding football stakeholders firmly to account on issues such as player safety and well-being. That brings us to the end of our sports news, but before we go, let's take a look at our weather forecast. Local weather conditions are forecast for mostly sunny and generally clear skies, highs of 80 degrees and lows of 74. Winds are coming from the east-northeast at 10 to 15 miles per hour. A 10 to 20 percent chance of showers is expected, with humidity remaining at 81 percent. That completes our weather forecast and today's newscast. Recapping the news for today, crime is rising in the TCI. New tourism promotional video launched. Tourists stabbed in Puerto Rico. Canada sends military aircraft to Haiti. More than 4,000 killed in earthquake. Landslides kill and damage Peru. Thank you all so much for joining me here on RTC 89.1 FM for today's newscast. If you'd like to read more stories or if you missed today's presentation, you can always visit our website at www.rtc89fm.com or download the RTC app in the Google Play Store for the news or to listen to our podcast. If you see news in the making or you just have a story you'd like us to follow, please feel free to email us at news at rtc89fm.com. Have a good evening, Turks and Caicos. I am Soya Fassler. Join us again tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. for another edition of The Nation's Report.